This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Yes, sir. How's it going tonight? It's going. You want to talk about some some pro wrestling, Ronnie? Yeah. All right, let's talk about professional wrestling. I guess we really need to start with the biggest news of the week uh, today. You know, two days before the pay per view. Yeah. WWE announces that uh, Kurt Angle is going to be making his return to the ring, replacing Roman Reigns, essentially nixing the Shield reunion match at TLC. And then they also announced that Bray Wyatt's not going to be wrestling against Finn Balor, which, thank God, we all got saved from the Sister Abigail bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. But instead, we're getting uh, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, against the Demon King, Finn Balor. With no build, right? With no build whatsoever. So, yeah. I guess I, I understand their point of view, I guess, where it's their two biggest matches of the show. Uh, the reunion of the Shield, which fans seem to be genuinely excited about, and then you know the build of uh, again of Bray Wyatt against uh, Finn Balor, you know for their umpteenth match, and both those guys are out, so you got to replace them with somebody or something big, and you know uh, I don't think you need to bring them both. Out. I don't think you need to put Styles and Angle on the show though. Yeah, see, and, that, and you and I or we were talking offline or off podcast i guess about it you there's so many people that you could have plugged in there right like 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 with sheamus and cesaro in the match you could have plugged matt in there yeah matt hardy could join them yeah or something i just i feel like i want to see kurt angle in the ring again in the wwe absolutely but Shouldn't we have some build, a feud, an angle, you know, a slow build, tease it, you know, make it happen? And then AJ Styles against Finn Balor. Who the the hell doesn't want that match? But But not at TLC. Not two days before, a no build, just, hey, this is what we're doing now. We're going to bring the guy from SmackDown over to Raw. You don't have an inner promotion. And that's the other thing, too. AJ Styles is a SmackDown guy. Yeah. You know? So, like, and, this is a match that we should, like, they should have both been in the Royal Rumble, and they both should have had some action against each other, and then it could have built to the interpromotional match at WrestleMania. And that's where that first match should happen, is WrestleMania. Right. Or Clash of the Champions, where it's inter both brands, like you guys were talking about, or Survivor Series, or something. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, but but he, I saw the p- reports trickling down, of course, that, I mean, it's rumor and innuendo at this point, right? Yeah. Thank you, Bruce Pritchard, <laughs> for like, that. Yeah. But, like, um, I, I, the reports coming down is that this viral infection that's been going around has been going around for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So if that's the case, wouldn't you have a plan B and not be these two guys as plan B? Does that um, make sense? You you would think. But you, you would know, think. Because I mean, Kern Angle commented on his return to the ring. You know, on the on Instagram he just wrote it's true oh it's damn true you'll be careful Russell alongside the shield at TLC this Sunday right and uh, do you see Daniel Bryan's so tweet sure, too and, no I did not see his yeah because he like quote quote tweeted the announcement from WWE Twitter account yeah and he was like oh that's pretty I, I don't remember the exact quote and then he had like the thinking smiley face on it so like obviously he they're saying that he can't wrestle and then every he's been cleared by but Kurt Angle but can. Kurt Angle can yeah. yeah yeah when you watch Kurt Angle moving he can't turn his head left to right really right. he's got to turn his whole upper body right, yeah yeah so he's yeah yeah 
Well, you saw on SmackDown this past week when they had that great promo in the ring with Sami Zayn and AJ Styles and mm-hmm. and eventually Kevin Owens when uh, AJ where Sami Zayn said something in Lonzo like, you know, like I'm still an in-ring competitor, you're not, at least until September. And <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> Until September. I thought that was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, well, you know, at least until September. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I thought that was yes, funny. So. that was great. So, but anyways. Um, but, anyway. So, you know, so plugging in. Okay, so your hype going into TLC, right? Before yeah. the announcement today was a, what, 6 out of 10? 5 out of 10? my excitement going into it before the changes today it yes. was uh oh i have to work that night i'll watch it at some point so i wasn't i wasn't overly excited about it but honestly now with aj styles and finn balor wrestling yeah yeah i'm excited i want to okay. see this match this match should be the main event yeah no that, well, that's what so. i that's what i was curious about is like if you were like meh it's a five out of ten i'll watch it when i watch it but then after well, the that's announcement, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah, that's basically how I felt. I don't know about a rating, but it was just a well. I'll, I'll watch it when I watch it. You know, I got to work at nine o'clock that night. You know, Pats are playing Sunday night, so we'll watch that game at work. And then, you know, when that game gets over midnight ish, then uh, maybe I'll pull my tablet out, fire up the old WWE Network, and give it a watch. You know, it wasn't, and and I wouldn't have cared if I would have had spoilers ruin it for me. Right. Um, but now I'm going to be avoiding the internet and because uh, I don't want to know how it finished. I don't want to. And honestly, it's just Styles and Balor that's got me excited. Uh, you know, it's it's not. Uh, you know, it'd be it'd be cool to see Kurt Angle in the ring, but it doesn't got me all worked up or anything. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Totally agree. I was just But anyhow, go ahead. No, I was no, I was just curious on if it amped up your viewing wanting to watch it more. Um I mean that one match at least, yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. I can see. You know. Yeah. Is there anything uh, from Raw or SmackDown this week you want to touch on? Um actually there is. Yeah, what? Um, during the Cesaro Sheamus tag team match, mm-hmm. did you notice that the non-legal person got pinned? Yep. Okay. Because Aaron and I were messing yep. e- each other off, and I shot that out to him, and I was like, "That's the like craziest thing ever." But I mean, it's on par here lately with the programming, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean. Sometimes that could be just a um, um, part of the angle. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like miss, missing the foot on the rope the or angle. the tights or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just thought it was unusual because Michael Cole or Corey or whatever didn't even highlighted or bring it up right. either um <clears throat> I did enjoy um what was it I, I, I'm enjoying Sami Zayn's heel turn yes yes um I like the fact that he's like I'm still the same fun lovable guy I just now see in front of me that you know uh being that, you know, being, you know, catering to the fans and and everything didn't get me anywhere. Right. Yeah. So, I just I, I like his attitude yep. now. To- totally and, agree. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm digging it because it makes sense to him, and that's what being a good heel is all about. It means when you're a good heel, you what you believe, what you believe in, and uh, is you make it make sense to you, and. Even if and, and the rest of us should think it's bullshit. Right. So yeah, I, yep. I like it. I'm with you on that. Actually, this is probably the most excited I've seen Sammy or me towards Sammy coming out than like yep. the first couple of months he debuted. Yeah, I, 
uh, it, it definitely has made him interesting again. Interesting again. It's definitely made him more. Um, yeah. Made him interesting again. I mean, he was he's he's basically been, you know, Dolph Ziggler-ing it for so long, right. where he's the fans are behind him and he loses constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and now Dolph is going heel, and, and now Sammy's going heel. So. <laughs> yeah. We'll, well see. We'll see what happens. Um, anyhow, uh, TLC, this Sunday night, seven matches. Let's break it down. Let's talk Let's about it. Let's do it. Let's chit-chat. So the uh, pre-show match, we got uh, Sasha Banks against Alicia Fox. Um. Honestly, I, I'm thinking, oh, it's got to be Sasha Banks that's going to win. But they have been kind of pushing Fox a little bit lately, so it wouldn't surprise me to see her get a win to to try to bring her back into the women's division because you just can't lose constantly. But, I mean, I know they do do that to people. Yeah. But, um, what's, what's your take on um, I know, first of all, it as a fan, it frustrates me that – that Sasha's on the pre-card or the pre-show pre-show yeah and I know that that we've heard interviews from wrestlers that it doesn't matter as long as you're on the card whether it's pre-show pre-show or I don't know pre-show SummerSlam Miz's six-man tag match and they come out and there's no fans oh yes you know of course that did lead to a pretty awesome friggin promo by Miz yes it did um um you know, honestly, Sasha Banks being against Alicia Fox on the pre-show doesn't. It, it. If you look at the rest of the card, the only other match um, I could see being on the well, the only other two matches I could see they would swap out for would be the cruiserweight title match or the cruiserweight tag team match. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but I, I was just you. You used Miz there as the example, and it lit the fire under yeah. him, right? So, does this light the fire under Sasha? Because you you said, or you referenced cruising or Dolph Ziggler-ing with Sammy, and I I feel that Sasha's been doing that here lately. Yep. So, does that light the fire under her because she's in the pre-show? But, I don't know. I don't know. See, unlike, uh, see, Sammy Zayn, though, unlike Sasha, really hasn't gotten anywhere on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Rasta, Rasta. <laughs> Whereas you know Sasha's a three-time Raw Women's Champion and main evented Hell in the Cell pay per view. Right, right. Yeah. Gotten a pretty great push. Yeah. You know. Um, whereas Sammy just had fan appreciation and and, and basically no right. push. So uh, we'll see. To get back to the uh, Paul picked Sasha Banks by the way. Yeah, and Aaron didn't give that pick. Oh well. So, but I will probably. I'm gonna go with Sasha myself. I'm gonna go with Foxy. Uh, odd man out. I'm gonna go with Foxy on that one. Let's see what happens. But uh, let's get to the main card. Uh, women's title match: Alexa Bliss against Mickey James. It's gonna be Alexa. Yeah. Bliss. There's no rhymer. Yeah. Paul also picked Bliss. You know, they've done an angle to build towards the match. You're old, yeah. but. I, I, I heard a long time ago from uh, and, and Chris Jericho cutting a promo talking about how old his opponent is and on and on and on and his opponent's going you know uh, listen when I beat you and I am going to beat you you just got beat by an old man mm-hmm. whereas opposed if you beat me you beat up an old man you didn't do yourself any good at all in that right. promo and I remember that, you know what I mean. You don't want to talk. You you want to basically say, "Oh, my opponent's a piece of trash, and I'm going to beat him," but you don't want to belittle them by saying, "Oh, he's just an old man. He's so worthless." Blah blah blah. Right. Um, in that way, and that's kind of how I feel. They're doing Alexa Bliss with Mickey James. Alexa Bliss just going like, "Oh, you're so old. You've been here so long." Right. Uh, but Mickey James will be making history. Really. She will be the only woman. And the company, and I think I don't think anyone else could do this, who has competed for not won or held, but competed for every single woman's title. That well, okay, I'll take that back then. But every single woman's singles championship 
that they've had in the in the company's history because you had the original women's championship mm-hmm. which she was she right. held the divas title she challenged oscar for the nxt championship and now she's challenged for the smackdown championship and now the raw championship. oh wow yeah yeah, the only one she didn't was back in the mid to late '80s. They had the tag team, cha- the women's tag team, right, titles, right, which I've heard they may bring back. So, but yeah, so that is kind of historic. And I wanted to bring this up as well at the last pay per view uh, when uh, Charlotte and Natty wrestled for the SmackDown women's mm-hmm. title. They have competed against each other for the NXT Divas Raw Women's and SmackDown Women's title. Wow. That's pretty significant. Yeah, that's pretty significant. Yeah. So the so, only one that they're missing is the pre yeah. the nineties one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The uh the original woman's yeah. title that was yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. neat. Um I'm going Alexa Bliss. Like I said, Paul is. What about Aaron? Um he he said that they should uh, what did he say? He said that they... They should get like 20 minutes. Right? Yeah, they should get 20 minutes, but they'll only get two. Oh, no, 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 no. That was that was Asuka. Emma should get 20, but we'll only get Uh-oh. three. Everything else would be terrible. Okay. And I'm going to go Bliss, too, because I, I don't really see them putting it on no. Mickey. I mean, Jinder Mer, shitty fucking wrestler, has been the champion now for months, well, but yeah. you never know, yeah. I guess. Um... And, and just a sidebar, uh, him challenging Brock Lesnar for Survivor Series does nothing yeah, for me. Yeah, nothing. It does absolutely nothing for me because, honestly, I mean, if Mahal somehow beats Lesnar, it's, it's a disgrace. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, an absolute and, disgrace. And sidebar from that to our cold open that we did, the, AJ just came out and inserted him. So not only is he competing at the Raw pay-per-view on Sunday, yeah, he's yeah. battling gender for the belt on Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah. His Sunday match will be much better. <laughs> yes. So anyways. Yes, they will. Uh, Five-on-three handicap match. And this is this is friggin' dumb to a five-on-three handicap TLC match, incidentally. And I, I will say this, though. Uh, typically, at TLC's pay-per-views in the past, every match has been a stipulation of some kind, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah. or e- so, yeah. So each, each match in the past has either had a table, a ladder, or a chair right. in it. Yeah, like last year you had a 10-man tag, a woman's tag, a no-DQ match, a ladder match, a chairs match, a tables match, and a TLC mm-hmm. match. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, you know, you have a singles match, Raw Women's title match, singles match, single match for the Cruiserweight title, tag team match, a singles match, and a 5-on-3 handicap TLC match. Right. So there's only one stipulation match, which I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to have a full card of stipulation matches. Right. But again, I, I I don't think we should have a pay-per-view called TLC. I don't think you should have a pay-per-view once a year where you have a TLC match just because it's the name of the pay-per-view. It's like having a Hell in a Cell match just because the pay-per-view call is called Hell Correct. in a Cell. Yeah. Now, it's different. Royal Rumble is the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Survivor Series back in the day, we had team of, teams of five will survive. That made sense. That's why the Survivor right. Series. An Elimination Chamber pay-per-view match? Okay, that makes sense because you have an Elimination Chamber match and you have these six guys that enter it and they get a title shot if they win or they win the title if right. they win. So that makes sense. Yep, I, I get have a pay-per-view called it. To have a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules or TLC makes no sense to me. Yep. Because all those special stipulation matches should be the culmination of a feud. Not just to have right. them. Hold on, please. There's some air went down the wrong tube. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Five on three handicap TLC match where you have Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and now Kurt Angle replacing the virus-infected Roman Reigns against Braun Strowman, Cesaro, Kane, The Miz, and Sheamus. And honestly, if the team of five can't beat the team of three, then there's something wrong. That's how I genuinely feel about it. There's no way the three of them should beat the five of them. Yeah, but you have a legend on one side now. 
I don't. <laughs> I know, but he should be the reason they lose. Then he's the one that gets the pin, <laughs> gets pinned, or whatever. But there's just there's no way that the three of those guys should beat the five of those guys. It just shouldn't happen. I yeah you know, yeah yeah. It brings it harkens back to the day when you had the fucking ten on two dungeon of doom and horsemen against. Hogan and Savage in the in the three t three tier cage at WCW uncensored. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there's no way Hogan and Savage should have won that match. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous no. Or the one versus all Royal Rumble. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's see I, here. Oh, Paul's picked uh, Team Angle. I the Shangle should. I'm win. going uh, Team the Mizturage. Yeah. Due to outside interference. You, you can't have it's a TLC. Match. Oh, true. Damn. It's no well, I know, but I mean, not the. Oh, look, more guys are gonna come down. So now it's gonna take ten guys to beat three no. guys. That's even well, worse. What I'm saying is, like, with angle in there, there has to be another angle somewhere, right? So it could be Miz and Angle going one on one, and then. Daniel Bryan comes out and screws Angle over, or you know something like that. That's that's what I was saying. All right, all right. Um, Emma against the debuting Oscar. Come on. Yeah. Oscar's gonna kick her face in probably. Oscar, yeah. hands down. Yeah, Paul picked Asuka. And again, Aaron's pick was Asuka and Emma should get 20 minutes, but it'll probably get three. Um, Asuka and Emma had a great match in NXT back in the day. So, I mean, the potential of having a great match is there. So, let's just see, I guess. Um, Cruiserweight champion Kalisto with his new black leather strap Cruiserweight championship belt taking on Enzo Amore. When did that um, debut? Um, it was they posted a picture on their social media. Well, I was just curious because on um, on yeah, Raw I, I it was purple remember. still. Yeah, it just I think it was just Tuesday, maybe on two hundred five live it debuted okay. or Wednesday or something like okay. that down in Buenos Aires. But anyways, um, I don't know. Let's see here. Paul's got Enzo going over. Most likely Enzo will probably win. I, I I'm. Not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of this angle, so I haven't really been following mm-hmm. it because I don't care about Enzo mm-hmm. Amore. Um, What's your pick? I'm gonna go with Enzo too. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I guess I know why they put him on 205 Live, which. Yeah. I mean, honestly, without cast, that's probably where he would excel. But they put him on there to try to bump up the ratings, and I don't think it's working. But um, yeah. My most yeah, my maybe. most favorite is that a, a correct phrase? Angle of that whole thing was when the whole locker room came down and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that was well. I mean, the post show beatdown. Yeah, yeah. Was it post show? I thought it was like the yeah, main it was, event. Yeah, it was happened off air. It happened off air. Oh. It happened after Raw went off the air. Okay. All right. Because I knew Strowman came down off air, but I didn't know the beatdown actually happened off air. Well, it happened after Strowman came down and beat him up and said he's all yours. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's what made it good. <laughs> yeah. That's what made it entertaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Next up, all right, so the, the Brian Kendrick and Gentleman Jack Gallagher against Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan in a tag team contest. You know, realistically, this this match has potential to be pretty friggin' awesome. Yep. These four guys can go, yep. and they're athletic, and they're entertaining, and they can rustle, and they can work. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to get. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know what we're going to get out of it, but, I mean, this this does have the potential to be a pretty excellent match. Yep. And I think uh, Jack Gallagher's heel turn made him made yeah. him interesting again as well. I agree. I agree. Because he has the um, – I'm a proper British guy yes. who can be a He has the, like, works. the old Regal, Stephen Regal yes. style. Yes, absolutely. Um. Paul's pick Team Swan. I'm gonna go with uh, Kendrick and Gallagher. Um, I'll go with Cedric and 
Swan. And uh, the best match of the night, the singles contest against from the phenomenal AJ Styles taking on the Demon King Finn Balor. And I gotta be honest, I don't, I don't even know if I care who wins because <laughs> I'm just gonna be blown away by how great this match is yeah. gonna be. Uh, um, this is polarizing in itself because, for one, like we already talked about three or four times, there is no build for it. And but also because both guys are faces. Yep, which that's fine. That can yeah, work. it can work. But I, I just yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who the fans are going to cheer for more. Yeah, it's going to be. It's this is I mean, this is, this. I, you know. I was going to say that this would probably get the loudest pop of the night, but Kurt will probably get the loudest. Kurt yeah. Angle rustling in the yeah. ring. Yeah, that's going to get the nostalgia yeah. pop. That's going to get the nostalgia. Um, I'm going to go with Finn just because it's Raw and AJ's got the quote-unquote big match on Tuesday. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul went with Balor. And, uh, while, while you think about it, um, if Roman does have meningitis, right? Or is it just Bo and Bray and JoJo that has meningitis? Who knows? But well, anyways, if he does I, have it, I, I was just—I'm just curious because bringing a star like AJ from SmackDown, yeah, to replace Roman on Raw, which I mean, that's a no-brainer for me and you, whether it's meningitis or not or whatever. But I'm just saying, is that the thought of bringing your big star from one brand to the other? to get him to stay on Raw. Do you see what I'm saying? If it's going to oh, be an expended it, amount of if, time if, that if, they're if out. Roman Reigns is... Well, see, the thing is, though, the company can function without Roman Reigns on Raw. There's enough talent over there, I think. I mean, well, maybe not. No, I don't... Am, no? I mean, you got Finn. Yeah, well, you got Finn. And... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for singles, guys, I mean, you got Miz, and then you got... Seth and Dean. Yeah. Right? Right. Huh. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because, um, I mean, on the SmackDown side, you'll still have Shiver Mahal, and, and you'll have Nakamura, and you'll have Rude. So, I mean, that side's still Kevin sad. Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin Zane. Owens and Sami. Yep. Yep. No, I see what you're saying with that. I, I, this this is me personally, my, my thought process, okay? Mm-hmm. <sighs> If I had to pick between Balor and AJ Styles, I think I'd have to go with AJ Styles because I just I'm a bigger fan of his than Balor's. I know right. this match is going to kick ass no matter what. Right. No matter what, it's going to be awesome. I mm-hmm. almost wish they wouldn't have advertised the match happening. It would have been cool to have a surprise, either right. for either advertise AJ or advertise Angle, or mm-hmm. have a surprise or have one of them be a surprise. Yeah. You know, like when the Shield comes out. And they're like, you know, our third partner. And then, you know, Kurt Angle's music kicks on. And at first they're going to think, oh, he's going to come out to announce who their partner's going to be. But then he walks out in his gear. People would lose their shit. Right. But yes. maybe they're hoping the people that don't have the network and they still buy the pay-per-view through. Okay, for whatever reason, if you don't have the <laughs> WWE network and you just buy the pay-per-view through your cable provider mm-hmm. for 40 bucks. Instead mm-hmm. of just buying a month of the network, you're, you're special kind of. Yeah, you're a special kind of stupid. stupid. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, sincerely, you can buy that, a month of the network months. for ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, just my opinion there on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. But anyways, yeah, I just it would have been nice to have one of them be a surprise, but. Gun to my head. If I have to pick either one, I'm going to go with AJ Styles because I'm just a bigger fan of his. But I won't be disappointed if he loses. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Unlike when I, the idea of AJ Styles wrestling Jinder Mahal, I don't even want to watch the match. If this finish is going to be that Jinder Mahal pins Styles because it's – I don't I, – Jinder Mahal's a jobber. And, and well, he is well, still a jobber why. to me. He had no build to make take him out of the world of being a jobber. Other than he, same thing with you know what? Same thing with with Bray Wyatt when Bray Wyatt won 
the TLC match, I mean, the Elimination Chamber match to win the title, mm-hmm. pinning. I was just like, holy shit. Like, I was surprised. I couldn't believe it. But, like, again, Bray Wyatt's jobber, yeah. practically. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's a glorified jobber. Yeah. Uh, which but, he shouldn't be. Which he shouldn't be, but he is. Kind of a bad example yeah. because. But Jinder Mahal is just, he's a jobber. And he's well, a jobber who they put the title on. And I just. And he's got the Bollywood boys with him who, you know, haven't done, didn't do anything to WWE prior. And it's yeah. just. And I think the thing that burns my ass the most about it is that <clears throat> instead of putting the title on someone who deserves it, in my opinion, who's earned it, in my opinion. They put it on a guy who the only reason why is because he's Canadian with Indian heritage and they're trying to break into the Indian market. And I, I yeah. think that's the other part that burns my ass because to me that belittles the title. And I guess I should get over it. And I, I, I guess I should just accept that in this day and age the titles don't mean anything, that they're just props and and whatever. But I, I don't. I can't. I just – to me they still mean something. Yep. And your point right there is the reason why I didn't watch the last SmackDown pay-per-view because I didn't want to see Nakamura get pinned clean yep. in the fucking ring by him. Yep. Yep. I know. I did. I, I watched it. I watched it at work, but I watched it, and I was just like, motherfucker. Yep. That's why I you turned know, it off just... like right before that. I think Bobby Roode was my last match that I watched. Yeah. And then I was like, I told Aaron, I was like, just text me and tell me who wins because I'm turning it off. You know, it's like I feel bad almost because, like, my son, he's 11. He loves wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to him, like, I don't I don't think the championships mean anything to him like they do to me. Yeah, right. Because he's grown up in this world where they, they're, they're you know, the, the world of the prop. Yep. Um, and then you have promotions like Limitless Wrestling who don't even have a championship because why do they need one? We'll just put on great matches. We don't need to have a title. Right. And I get it. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I completely get what he's saying from, where he's coming from. Um, but I don't know. I'm still old school. I, I still feel like a championship means something. Like, you know, like the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship to me still means something. And it's, you know, the 10 pounds of gold, that dome globe belt, that classic belt, you know, it still means something to me, even though it hasn't been presented in the best of lights or hasn't been given a, a national. The promotional machine behind the NWA hasn't been the best the last few years. You know what right. I mean? It hasn't yep. been. And maybe with Billy Corgan, it will be. I mean, yeah. if you follow them, their Instagram, their Twitter, their their Facebook, their YouTube, NWA Wrestling, you know, they're they're pushing their NWA World Champion. They're they're putting over Tim Storm. They're trying to show that the title means something. They're trying to show that um, that you know he's been the champion for a year now, and right. they're trying to get him some promotional uh, national recognition. I mean, not promotion, but national recognition. And yeah. um, I actually I reached out to Dave Lagana and said, hey, we'd love to have Tim Storm on the show. I'd love to talk to him. I'd be honored to have the NWA World's Champion on the show to talk about him and his career and, and where he sees the NWA going. And his response was, okay. So <laughs> I I don't know if that's a yes or a no, but so I kind of right. sent a follow-up message, and I haven't gotten a response to that yet. But, you know, I'm hoping, you know, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, that'd be great. So, but I don't know. That, that's where it gets frustrating to me, but... So prior to, like we talked about, prior to this AJ Styles Finn Balor edition, I was definitely going to watch the pay-per-view, but I'll be watching it a little bit more, with a little bit more excitement at least for that yes. match. Right. Then I would have for Bray totally. Wyatt and Finn Balor. Yeah. Or Sister Abigail and the Great Pumpkin. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sister Abigail. That's just, I know. That's just, uh, just it's a dumb. Disgrace. It is dumb. It, it's dumb. Because, because it's a great concept and a great idea. Right? Hey, you know, you know what I am excited about. What? I'm excited about NXT Takeover Houston. Oh yes. yes November yes. the 18th, Houston, Texas. War Games is back, and they've yeah. they've announced it. It is going to be a real War Games match. Two rings. Big steel cage, enclo- enclosed, you know. 
Mm-hmm. You got three teams. You got the undisputed era of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly against the authors of Pain with Roderick Strong against Sanity, Alexander Wolf, Eric Young, and Killian Dane. Um, I can't wait. Cannot wait. Cannot yeah. wait. Cannot wait. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert. Uh, also on the mat, also on the show is going to be Alistair Overeem against. Uh, sorry, Alistair Overeem. God, I combined <laughs> Alistair Black in the Velveteen Dream with into MMA fighter Alistair Overeem. Anyways, uh, Alistair Black against Velveteen Dream, Cassius Ono against Lars Sullivan, uh, Drew McIntyre defending the NXT Championship against Andre Cien Almas. And then for the vacant women's championship, Ember Moon versus Kari Sane versus Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce. And um, I feel like in, in my the main mind, event, right? Yeah. And, well, I don't know. I don't know if it, I don't know if that's the main event of the War Games match will be. It isn't. It's not Adam Cole versus Drew Galloway with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. No, no, no. That's on Friday the seventeenth. Oh. It's a house show match in San Antonio the day before. That's not going. That's not uh-huh. on the event. Because okay. Adam Cole is in the War Games match and Drew McIntyre okay. is defending gotcha. against Almas. I, I just gotcha. said that, Ronnie. I know, I know. Right. I was actually thinking about the Cassius Ono match. Yeah. Because that match should be a hard-hitting match. I'm a Lars Sullivan fan. He's a big, badass dude. And I'm loving his matches with Oni Lorcan. I just like to see Oni come out on the winning end once in a while on TV. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, going back to the the women's fatal four way, I mean, I feel like Kari Sane, I feel like Ember Moon's gonna win the title, but I, it almost seems like Kari Sane's the obvious choice. Hmm. So, but we'll see. And who's the other two? Peyton. And- Peyton Royce and Nikki Cross. Oh, uh, so it'll probably be Peyton that wins then. No, I feel like it'll be Ember Moon. All right. <laughs> uh, well. Because we know that Kyrie is deserving of the title. Right, right. And Nikki Cross, I believe, is deserving of the title. Oh, I see where you're going with. You're going to give it to the person you don't think deserves it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, I will say this. When Peyton Royce does her fisherman suplex, her bridge is crazy awesome. Yeah, that's true. The way she bridges uh, maybe, up, it's it's kind of like and she's not as bad in the ring as she once was. So maybe I'm just down on her. I guess. Maybe that makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. So, anyhow, uh, moving on because we that's not for another month. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Um, Real quick, I'd like to chat up Beyond, not Beyond, I'd like to chat up Limitless Wrestling Hybrid Moments Show coming up on Friday, November the 3rd, two weeks away, and today they had to announce a venue change. Previously, it was going to be in Westbrook at the Armory, where they've had uh, shows the last several months, every other month. Um, They had to move it to the Portland Club in Portland because of a military event at the Armory, which kind of stinks for them because it's a smaller venue. Uh, and he's losing about 75 people. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. 70, you know, 75 people. That's, a, uh, that's buying, a big hit. You know, it honestly really is. It's like a grand. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, uh, and, 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 and especially for a smaller indie comp, uh, yeah. promotion. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, $15 a pop for those, for the tickets, for... Mm-hmm. Um, general admission you know 75 tickets that's eleven hundred dollars yeah you right. know and he's got a stacked card of talent coming in i mean listen to this card matt cross m dog 20 uh son of havoc for lucha underground whatever you want to call him taking mm-hmm. on pd williams the originator of the canadian destroyer the most bastardized move in wrestling now <laughs> yes it's to, to the point where i don't even want to see him do it right um or tell everyone else on the card that night they're not allowed to do it Right. Um, first time ever, Teddy Hart against Josh Briggs. There's some drama there. It may not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, grudge match. I'm supposed to be the main event. JT Dunn against Anthony Green. That should be a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time ever, Maxwell Jacob Friedman against Jonathan Gresham. Um, 
if you guys aren't familiar with these names, make yourself familiar with every name I've said so far. Uh, Jonathan Grisham is a great map-based technical wrestler. They call him the Octopus because he ties people up in pretzels and whatnot. He's a great, uh, he's a practitioner of uh, Jim of, of, of the Jim Breaks, Jim mm-hmm. Breaks arm lock. Which I love watching him and uh, the only two guys I know that do it these days are him and Zack Saber Jr. Um, and then uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman's, uh, you know, indie guy. He's been wrestling on the East Coast, CZW. He's been making a name for himself, uh, going overseas a little bit, I believe. And he, uh, he's he's just getting better and better and better. He's a great heel. Uh, it's he makes it very easy to hate him. Uh, first time ever, Christian Casanova against Ethan Page. Uh, so that should be a good match. Christian Casanova likes to do a Michael Jackson gimmick. Wow. And then also appearing on the card, uh, the Thick Boys, Jay Freddy against and John Silver, uh, the Main State Posse, Danger Kid, and Alexander Lee. But they have not been announced as taking each other on or whatever. Uh, Mr. Grimm is on the card. Cam Zagami's on the card. And they announced that they're going to have a six-woman scramble. Now, Limitless Wrestling is famous for their, I say famous or infamous, for having a scramble match on the card every show. And it's always usually uh, men wrestlers. And they have varied, like, the, the guys that are in it, it doesn't make sense. You'll have a giant in height, a giant in weight, a cruiserweight, you know, uh, I mean, like, it's just, it's kind of crazy the the complexity of the guys they put in these six-way scramble matches, and I really, really enjoy them. I really enjoy them a lot. So they announced that at this show, they're going to have a women's six-way scramble. However, they have now announced seven women to be wrestling on the show, but they haven't announced who's in the scramble yet, so that's kind of cool. You have New England stalwart Davine, Kennedy Copeland, and Skyler, and Tara Calloway, and Willow Nightingale, and nationally known, if you will, Jessica Havoc, former TNA Impact Women's Champion, and also they've just added um, Jordan Grace to the card. So there's seven women announced, and it'll be interesting to see which seven are in it. The one who's not going to be in it, what she's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. I know my buddy Mikey's pushing for them to bring Lufisto on the show, an eighth woman, and have Lufisto and Jordan Grace team up. They are Team Pog. Do you know what a Pog is? P A W G. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, have Team. That's their wrestling name, Team Pog. Have them take on the main state posse of Danger Kid and Alexander Lee. So we'll we we shall see what happens. So. What exactly is a scramble match? Um, WWE's done them. It's uh, all six of them. It's just six people at once, one fall to a finish. Uh, no tagging in and out. Everyone in the match at the same time. Falls only count in the ring, or falls or submissions only count in the ring. No countouts, no disqualifications. It's not a no-holds-barred match per se, but the mm-hmm. last one they did bring a table out and, and you know busted up a table. But... Um, yeah, it's just six-way mayhem, whatever you want to call it. But oh, that yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, they I, all start at once. There's no one at a time coming in the ring or anything either. Okay. Yep. I was just curious. I I I had an idea, but I wanted to make sure, and then I didn't know if the listeners knew what it was either. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Like, of course, my son and I are going down. We have front row tickets. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, jumping around a little bit, you see Jimmy Jacobs got himself fired from the WWE for taking a selfie with the Bullet Club. I saw that. When they did their invasion. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also heard that there's a lot of people backstage that were mad about it, too. Yeah. About him doing it or about him being fired? About him being fired. I heard. I heard there was most a lot of people backstage that were angry about him doing the photo. As really? Well, so, huh? but he came out on a Ring of Honor show, post show, not on TV, not on the pay per view, but post show only. He uh-huh. came out and, and then as the Bullet Club were talking, oh, we need to do a picture together. Yeah, let's get a selfie. And then so Jimmy Jacobs came out, took the selfie with them. Yeah. And now he's already been advertised uh, to appear at Beyond Wrestling here in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, and also on uh, November 19th, the same day as WrestleMania, um, as uh, Survivor Series, uh, at a matinee show, 3 p.m. bell time in Gorham, Maine, he's appearing and he's supposed to be wrestling. Jimmy J. Because he is the unprofessional wrestler. He is the unprofessional wrestler now, yep. Yep. 
So we'll see. I mean, like when they announced him, I was like, is he rustling or just making an appearance? Because he hasn't rustled in a long time. He was in a nope. writer's role. Yeah. Like for all intents and purposes, I thought he had retired from the ring. Right. Yeah. And and you know. Yeah. Not for nothing. He's probably got some ring rust on him. Yeah, probably so. Because yeah, I don't remember the last time he had a match, but I bet you it's been a year. It's been since like NXT, right? Uh, he never wrestled in NXT. Okay. Yeah. I thought. Uh, all right. Yeah, no, Jimmy Jacobs, he was signed as a writer. I remember, like, hearing that and thinking, like, that was kind of odd, but. Uh, know, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he was younger. wrestling on, on the independence and whatnot. Yeah. Like, with but, Ring of Honor, but way back then, right? Because yeah. he, he was tag champ back then, right? Yeah. Okay. But it's the same thing as, like, um, you know, Drake Younger being signed yeah. by. Uh, WWE and he's he was a known pretty hardcore deathmatch wrestler, a good wrestler in his own in his own count own account if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah he uh, he's a referee, right? He's a damn good referee, but he's a referee now. So right. um, Jimmy Jacobs' last match was March twenty seventh, two thousand fifteen at Supercard of Honor nine. And California, okay. where he lost, where he lost to BJ Whitmer in a no DQ match. All right. So yeah, it's been a while. So he hasn't wrestled in two and a half years. Yep. By the time he wrestles here in Maine in November. Yeah. So. Yeah. Before we get off the Ring of Honor thing. Sure. D- did you see where Cody was doing a promo with a fan? A quote unquote fan that had oh, a brought him in the ring. mask on. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And he ripped the mask off. It was Dalton Castle. Yep. yep. That was that was pretty sweet. That was one sweet, all right. Yes, that was one sweet. <sighs> okay. WWE setting a season is just the young bucks for the two sweet thing. That's just making them look like, you know, the big bad corporate monsters. You know, that really yeah. does make them look bad. And now like they, their, their comment, like I saw today on WWE, I don't know if it was their Twitter or something, they made a comment about like Angle coming back and how it was too sweet. Yes. You know, and it's just yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Now that you're just using it to use it because you yep. can. But it's almost like the Young Bucks, like, you know what? Fine. We won't use too sweet anymore. We don't even need it anymore. We're bigger than that now. Right. You know, we yep. we can we can do this on our own, or you know, blah blah blah. So, mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah, I believe they can as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So. And and I mean, that's just like throwing the middle finger up and being like, well, we'll start our own shit then. Right. Yeah. Well, they have the one. They have the one suite. Well, right. I I know. I'm just saying, you know, and promote the hell out of it, and then they'll get more use out of it than too sweet. Yeah. Probably. Well, I love how they immediately put a uh, T-shirt up that was, you know, Bullet Club-esque with cease and desist, and then it's <laughs> yes. censored over the one too sweet and all that stuff, and then they, now they've released a one sweet T-shirt, and yep. yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Marketing geniuses. Yeah, it is. Good for them. Good for yeah. them. In uh, other wrestling news, uh, Bully Ray, Bubba Ray Dudley, Brother Ray, whatever you want to call him. Uh, has officially announced his retirement from wrestling. Yeah. Over the uh, the uh, Ring of Honor four day tour they did the um, you know Global Wars tour they did here with some New uh-huh. Japan fellas. I would have loved to go to one of those shows to see Minoru Suzuki. By the way, Russell, like that would have been just flipping awesome to see and meet Minoru Suzuki because a I'm afraid of him because uh, <laughs> he just looks crazy. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you know, and beats up the young boys all the time. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and B just because it just it would have been awesome to see them, even Kenny Omega live. But anyhow, um, yeah. So yeah, he he cut some promos about the shows, and then I guess on the last day of the other tour, like he went out to cut a promo to thank the fans and and whatnot. But I guess on the last day, he officially announced his retirement. And whether he stays to it or not, who knows? But he's hoping to stay on as a role with Ring of Honor to like go to shows and do meet and greets and stuff like that with the fans. But yeah, 
that yeah i i can't see him staying away yeah whether he stays out of the ring or not well is one thing but i can't see him not having a role in a company they, whether they it's just, ring of honor or whatever right i mean and, and honestly he probably would be a great road agent or producer whatever you want to call him now for wwe i mean he has a mind yeah. for wrestling yeah and i just i have a hard time believing like he took that weird shot in the head from the table or whatever it was yes and yeah. I'm, I just think of the chair shots he took from Balls Mahoney. Oh, yeah. Good and it's lord. And like that table shot is what, it's ending it for him. You know, yeah. not when... That's like getting getting yeah. hit with a pillow compared yeah. to this. Well, yeah, yeah, Balls Mahoney hitting you in the head with a chair is just... Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Thunderous. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty devastating. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. It does sound like a shotgun going off. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But, uh, hey, if, if it is, it is. It's not like he didn't have a good run, didn't have a good career. That's right. And uh, what was the other wrestling thing I just thought of I wanted to bring up? The, the other the other bit of wrestling news. Hmm. Ugh, I had it, and now I've lost it. It's too bad. Talking about Bully Ray. Ah, oh, well. No biggie dealie. So, anyways, uh, TLC this week, and yeah, yeah. I guess that uh, I guess that kind of wraps it up. From oh, you know what? I, I talked about this earlier. I kind of glanced, glazed over it, but I'm mm-hmm. going to bring it back up. Teddy okay. Hart. So Teddy Hart has kind of developed himself a, a bit of a reputation. Uh-oh. And incidentally, right now, I just got to say this. I'm pulling up my Twitter. This guy I follow, Brian DeBrain. He makes the uh, the uh, Battle of Los Angeles trading card sets that I buy for PWG. Okay. Right. He's just tweeted, so Dave Meltzer is sitting next to Ron Jeremy at PWG right now. What a world we live in. <laughs> uh, that is That is pretty funny. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a reputation as in. So Teddy Hart's just developed himself kind of a negative reputation for being not reliable, not dependable, for not doing what he's supposed to do, and having some drug issues, or having some personal demons, or whatever you want to call it. And so he, you know, he kind of has just developed himself a reputation where people don't book him. Because, yeah, it's book and advertise the guy to have him no-show or to have him okay, show up, yeah. you know, not in good form to wrestle. Okay. So he's been kind of rebuilding himself and rebranding himself and rededicating himself. And, you know, I saw him several months ago at IWE in Maine, which I could not freaking believe he was on the show. He had mm-hmm. a great match. And then he's been wrestling for more and more promotions around New England especially. Uh, in, in the Northeast, and then he made his Limitless Wrestling debut last month or two months ago now in September against uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and had a phenomenal match. And now he's booked to go against Josh Briggs in a couple weeks. But he just posted on his Twitter today, and I'm just going to read this. So to all my fans and promoters, I'm writing this note to let everyone know what is going on with me right now. Please read it before you jump to conclusions. The last five months have been really great for me, and it's been a blessing for me to be able to reconnect with so many of my fans, promoters, and especially my fans. Sorry, friends, promoters, and especially my fans. I've never been in a situation like this where so many people have believed in me and been rooting for me and wishing for me to do well. Your smiles and high fives and handshakes have made this the most special time of my career. Um... What many people don't know is that I have an ongoing court case in Texas due to my actions almost a year ago. I have tried to delay facing the consequences for as long as I can, but the truth is I cannot avoid it forever. I am going to be returning to Texas to resolve this, this situ- to resolve the situation, hopefully put it behind me forever. I will not be able to make my bookings this weekend, and I am not sure about the status of the rest of my bookings for the rest of 2017. I'm thinking he's thinking if he gets jail time or gets put on probation, not allowed to leave the state. Right, right. I know a lot of people will take joy in saying I fucked up again, and a lot of people will turn their backs on me and say that they're done with me forever. And that's okay, I understand. I have to take responsibility for my actions and hope for the best. For those fans who will continue to believe in me and root for me, 
I hope you will pray for me and be there for me when I am able to return, which will hopefully be soon. I am sorry for letting everyone down, but I will do my best to make it up to those people who have been in my corner. I love you guys all, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless to the heart. So I feel like that's genuine and sincere, and I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know Limitless has posted that uh, they have tweeted and retweeted that and commented, like, you know, we'll keep you posted what happens. I know Randy, you know, if he's got to get a replacement for Teddy Hart, it's going to – it's it's gonna. We're gonna. We're already getting our money's worth if Teddy can't be there. Right. But for damn sure, he'll bring in somebody that you'll just right. be like, "Holy fuck!" Right, right, right. Because <laughs> that's what he does. Right. But I actually want to see Teddy Hart again. I want to see Teddy Hart against Josh Briggs. You know, these matches I've been, I've seen him at lately, and the, the matches I've seen online of him lately. You know, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed them. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And 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 it did wrestling. sound. Sinir. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Oh, know. I used to remember what I want to talk about. Oh. Well, on right. this week's uh, Edge and Christian podcast, Tommy Dreamer yes. talks about his uh, Tales from the Indies. Yes. And about 27 minutes into the show is Tommy talking about a trip he was supposed to take in Maine. Yes. And that match was supposed to be October the 7th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was a promotion for a show in Lewiston, Maine. And he doesn't name the promoter when he talks about it. But basically, I, to me, it was very interesting to hear that side of what happened. Because the show was supposed to be happened, and all these talent were booked. And, you know, it's just Tommy talking about how he doesn't particularly take bookings from people he doesn't trust or doesn't know. He mm-hmm. demands a deposit up front, or else before he even accepts the booking. And. I don't know. I'm not going to repeat the whole thing here verbatim. It's just I know the guy personally, and I just found it interesting. Tommy didn't outright shit on him, but he just used it as an example, as a cautionary tale for independent workers out there when it comes to accepting bookings mm-hmm. and who you're going to work for and on and on and on. And I just – I don't know. It tickled me a little bit. I found it funny because I was I, like, I, I know, the, I know the, the part he's not talking about. Right, yeah. yeah. And I was going to message you because I listened to that yesterday morning, I think, on my way to work. Yep. Yeah, yesterday morning because that's the one with Goldie, right? Yeah, I haven't finished it, but I, I'm midway through the gold, the Dustin Rhodes interview, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was going to – but then work happened and it slipped my mind. So I'm glad work you brought it back happen. up. Yeah, I, that's what I was trying to think of earlier I wanted to bring up. So, yeah. It should yeah. help. I should probably take to writing things down, so I have my bullet points at least. But yeah, <laughs> so. anyhow, I guess we're gonna wrap it up this week. We're Sounds gonna good. call it a show. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the pay per view. Let me know what you guys think about it. What you guys think about uh, Kurt Angle and AJ Styles being added to the show, kind of last minute like that, without any build. If it's hurt them down the line. I mean, these are kind of the things sometimes that if you look at it, WCW did, which hurt their company. And I know WWE is not WCW. I get it. You know, I, I feel like WWE is going to be around forever, but I don't know. Lost opportunities or missed moments, I guess. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So, but anyways, so you can find the show on Facebook at What Did You Watch? Please come over and give us a, not What Did You Watch This Week? That's my other show. <laughs> Take two. You can find the show on Facebook at Podcast for Thousand Holds. Come on over, give us a like. You can follow it on Twitter at Thousand Holds Pod. Come on over and give us a like. Give us a follow. And uh, I'm at Superstar ML. I am at Rombar316. Aaron's at Aaron S. Bell. Paul's at Who's Paul. Yeah. What's your uh, blog page? Oh, uh, the wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah. It's uh, the wrestlinginsomniac.com. Please check that out. I just posted uh, a, a post about why about uh, the weakest booked world champion in the history of the WWE, yes. Rey Mysterio. So go give yes. that a read. Yeah, I did. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I think everybody should pay attention to it. And um, also, I was actually uh, on the Pro Wrestling Torches website in the collectibles corner column. Uh, they did an article about myself and my wrestling trading card collection. Cool. Yeah, on the torch. On the torch. On the pro wrestling torch. I'm, I'm marking out for myself on that one. <laughs> yeah. 
you know you're, so, yeah you're moving on up yeah it was someone a friend of mine brandon commented the other day he's like you're like a, a rustling fan celebrity or something like that i can't remember yeah. his exact words because you know exactly between the torch and then i was in wwe magazine back in 2008 and right and then you had the twitter war promo I guess, oh, yeah, I guess. A feud, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, yeah. See, uh, like, Mike, you're like the poor man's yeah. Conrad Thompson. I guess so. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely don't have Conrad money, that's for sure. Well, that's why I said you're the poor man Conrad Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I'm a heavyset guy with a beard. Yeah. And, an, and a northern accent. Yeah, right. And, and I'm not nearly the bank account, so. Right, yeah. Thanks for bringing up my deficiencies, Ronnie. <laughs> No problem. Until next week. As Aaron Bell would scream at the top of his lungs, that's a podcast.